Alright, everybody, hello. hello, and welcome to another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where week after week, we take this terrible shit show of a timeline and we nudge it mm. in the right direction using the only tools we have at our disposal, which is no tools. No tools. No tools. I have a, I have a pen. Hey, there which you could go. Be considered a tool. It could. It depends on how you use it. Do you think you could do something with it right now that would make our timeline a little better? Vote. Mm. Ooh, that bring, one. You're going to bring your own Not, pen to the voting booth? Uh, I voted from home. Congratulations. I voted Thank in you. person early. Uh, the okay. first time New York City has ever been able to vote early. So I went on, Amy and I went on the first day. It was great. How was it? Was it, what was it like to just step outside knowing you were doing that? Like, were you like cloaked? Like Phantom of the Opera style, and just sort of like in my off, in my like or... democracy cloak, or like yeah, yeah what are we talking about? Uh, no, it was um, everything about it was straightforward. Uh, we're okay. in a good place in the city, I guess. Though there were no lines, it was all very easy, or maybe just not that many people live here. Uh, and when we got inside, it was um, difficult to see because my glasses always fog up when I wear a mask. So yep. <laughs> I was actually, I spent a good deal of time looking at my ballot, like under my glasses. Uh, mm -hmm. Is that, yep. Got no, it. why is Biden mm -hmm. on here twice? What is that? What does that uh. mean? Uh, it was fine. I, Did you pick the first Biden or the second Biden? I picked the first Biden, which I think okay, was good. the correct Biden. So uh, yeah, we'll see. I haven't okay. bothered to check it out online to see if I did the right thing. So I'm just I'm just assuming it's all going to work out. I don't know. Maybe I picked the working families uh, elector. Probably not, though, since I remember it and didn't circle it. OK, Jonathan, um, how, how are you? Uh, I'm doing fine. Hmm. Uh, living that bachelor life right now. Yeah, I saw you've been uh, posting about that on your Insta. What is my mean? Instagram? What does it mean to live a bachelor uh, life? Bachelor life. Um, I, not with my sister, you hmm. know, uh, I do like to put out there that like, I, I do live in the basement, but not of my parents' house or my sister's house. Yes. Indeed. Uh, so that's, you know, that's a step up, you know, like that's yeah, you not might, super weird. I mean, you could just say that you're like housemates. You don't have to be yeah, like, I live in yeah. the basement. I know. I don't do that. I mean, I just oh, okay. put it on my Bumble and my match and my eHarmony accounts. I do not put it on Tinder. Those are paid. Those are for pay services. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Bumble isn't. You can. You have an option. Mm. Okay. Um, free to play. But free to play. It's free to play uh, until you get into the app. And then it's just like, oh, you want to swipe right? Collect these honeycombs. So uh, is that how you're spending your bachelor time? Or, uh, oh, God, or, no. Or, I, okay. you, can't, you can't date during a pandemic unless oh. you've been dating. Like it, At this point, I've just come to terms with the fact that, yeah, I'm living my best single life that actually uses that line in uh, an assignment with my students. Yes. We were learning, we were, we were learning about how to uh, design briefs. We we're learning about design briefs and the, uh, and the kids figured out it's just a word problem without math. And I was <laughs> like, well, maybe. Oh, they got you. Uh, and, and so uh, it was like, so you had to get, you were moving into an apartment 
and everything's broken. So like the elevator's broken, the stairs mm. are broken, but there's like a windmill at the top of the building. What can you do to help to get to it, make it? So like, I was like, all right, well, what's a silly thing to make the kids like catch them first thing? Mr. Jonathan is living his best single life and he's moving into an apartment. Yeah. Uh, and then that opened up the the uh, floodgates of like, oh no, Mr. J, you're still single? Oh no, why is that? To which I responded, pandemic. Uh, and they're like, oh, but you're not married. You don't have kids. I do have kids. All of you. That doesn't count. <laughs> you know, that old nutshell. Oh, yeah. That old six hour conversation. Yeah. You know, when uh, when middle school students uh, feel sad for you, it's not a good feeling. But yeah. that's how I'm doing. <laughs> well, uh, that's great. So I, I guess I just have one follow on question to your bachelor sure. life. Uh, yeah. And that's uh, to allow me to rip off the Band-Aid and just pull up our theme for today. Uh, Jonathan, are you going to be living your best bachelor life on Halloween this year? Ooh. Because it's Halloween times. No. And sadly, I will be living in the basement when, <laughs> when my mom and dad are coming back. So oh, my parents no. Are, okay. My parents are going to be living in the house for a bit. So uh, that puts you in a tight Ooh, spot. It's, then. it's still Sarah's house, which is good. Yeah, like, but, you, but not... then you, you know... Kind of have to say, like, I live in the basement then, with, with my parents. My, with my parents. Yeah. yeah, it's not great. Uh, sorry, bud. But Halloween. Uh, can I ask? Is is that what what spelling is that Halloween? Oh, with the extra hyphen in there, or the uh, yeah. sorry, the uh, the apostrophe. It's like uh, Middle English. Okay. Now that's all I'm willing to say about it. What? All right. Uh, on the count of three, say uh, I, I just before we we invite our our guests in. Uh, I want you to say what your favorite Halloween song is on the count of three. Okay. You ready? No. <laughs> okay. We'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end. I'll, yeah, I'll have to think about it. Right, I don't know. The only, about it. the only truly Halloween song I can ever think of is the Monster Mash, and I hate it. Think about it, and then we're gonna we're gonna mind meld at the end. I'll zip my lips. You know what, Jonathan? We're speaking of getting ahead of things. I jumped ahead on the theme. Oh, what are we doing here? Uh, why are we talking about Halloween? Sure, it's coming up, but w what we do is week after week, Jonathan reaches out to alternate versions of us in other timelines that are ostensibly better than ours, and they give us hints on how we can get more in line with how their timeline does business with a series of questions that, theoretically, if we can answer them in the right way, we can align ourselves a little more with that timeline and a little less like our own shitty timeline. You, you accidentally replied all to the email this week. I did? Yeah. Oh, dude, I wondered why you sent back unsubscribe like eight times. That wasn't yeah. you, huh? I don't know what that looks like. Oh, crap. But you, you Wait, that, that. Was on, that was on your big thread. The one you've mm -hmm. been BCCing me on with all of the different versions of us? Yeah, but I, I go through and like eliminate everybody and just go through each. Yeah, but if yeah. I... If I replied, okay. I'm gonna try and lock down the Zoom uh, while we're okay. talking. You know what? I'll I'll figure it out while okay. while we bring on our guests. But cool, uh, cool, cool. gosh, we should bring on our guests uh, here to help us today. Please welcome Katie and Corey. Oh, hey, hey folks! Oh, hello. Hello. hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. I understand you're both experts on Halloween. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Great. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. We uh we have partaken in at least thirty of them. That's a, you know that's a lot. If you think about like the ten thousand hours 
thing like you're you're getting up there on Halloweens. Absolutely. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like candy. Yeah, and I, mean, uh, I like spooky that's... things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think those are the only prerequisites. Yeah. I like eating razor blades. Also nice. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Satan's cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Agreed. I think the dog agrees the, about the same yeah. comment. Toby, keep it down. Toby's sounding off. Oh, no. Uh, well, thank you both for being here. Uh, we have a series of questions from another timeline that if we get these right, maybe our timeline will be a little more Halloween oriented, but maybe that'll also be better. I don't know. It's going to be hard for me to tell if anything's better until probably late November at the very earliest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I'm going to say that that's an early. So, yeah. That's optimistic. early. Yeah. Let's talk about maybe late next November. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, that's, Corey. That's years and years away. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> Jonathan, you've got the list of questions. Why don't you? I do have the off? list of questions. All right. Uh, and just uh, we went over the rules uh, beforehand, so let's keep this a fair and clean uh, competition. Um, we'll start with you, Katie, with our first question. Um, and so here, here's what it is. I'll give you a second to think about it. Um, what do people really want when they say trick or treat? So just think about that. Like, what do people really want when they say trick or treat? Uh, they want you to automatically know their favorite candy and give it to them. That's what I'm thinking. That's, That's what I mean when I say trick or treat. So. How, how successful are you at that usually? Um, not, I would okay. say. I mean, I'm like, I'm definitely past the age where it's acceptable to ask trick or treat to strangers. Um, and if you do that, they definitely don't think that you want candy. So. See, I, I think, <laughs> I, I, I honestly think though, that once you hit like 28, it, that's, that's where like, it's okay to be an adult and go trick or treating. You know, you're not that teenager who's just like, Fair. you know, like you're like, I open my door and I go, now, hold on a second. You're just wearing a polo. Like <laughs> you're not trick or treat. OK, just because you said it. But like when you get older, you're like, oh, I miss the idea of dressing up like people cosplay all the time. That's true. So, That's fair. Um, so don't give up. I don't want you to give I, up. I won't give yeah. up. I won't okay. give up. <laughs> All right, uh, Corey. Same question. What do people think when they? Uh, what What do they mean when they say trick or treat? The. Yep. The only um, thing that people want when they say trick or treat, and we all know it deep down in our hearts, full bars, baby. Oh. Everyone wants a full bar of candy. That is the pinnacle oh. in every think about this every television show you've ever watched where the group of ragtag kids are going out of their way to go trick-or-treating where are they going the place that gives out full bars full bars it is it is it is the most easily attainable fantasy on the planet because you can just go to rite aid and buy a full bar of candy or you can knock on a stranger's door and say trick-or-treat and hope among hope that they're rich or like really, really, they want they don't want their house egged this year. Yeah. So, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was that house last year. I gave out the full bars. Ooh. 
Oh. Oh. I come to your house for Halloween. Not yeah. this year. No one coming to my house this year. We're oh. not giving candy away. No, that's that's a yeah. You're so you're not building one of those six foot long trick or treat pipes to, to I, drop candy down. I really thought about it. I thought about it, and I was at I was at Ace Hardware for a better part of an hour, looking at tubing and pulleys to find out the best, most elaborate system to deliver candy. I was thinking of because I'm up here on the second floor of my home, just ah. you know putting an X on spray painting an X on the floor downstairs and just having children open their bags and trying to get them in. But, uh, you know, then I thought I, I need to be responsible. I do not want to encourage people walking around and licking my doorknob, uh, yeah. as they do every other day. I mean, it's as they would. Baltimore city. I have a camera on my house now. I know, I know, I know Katie comes by every night and licks the doorknob. Oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, I thought it was just me. No, it you Gosh. should get you should get it. You should probably get that looked at. Yeah. Uh, we are building a poly. I have <gasps> all the equipment. I'm I'm pretty hyped. I love that we are on almost always on the same page. I have to stop my friends from slingshotting candy at children though. Oh yeah, oh, that's, that's gonna be bad. That's what they want to do, and I'm like we're not do we're it. Not, we're not doing. <laughs> Absolutely do it. Look. If you are old enough to go trick-or-treating, and I realize that trick-or-treaters are as young as infants and two- and three-year-olds. Walking age or below yeah. that even. Yes. We are we are in a metropolitan area. You you should suspect projectiles at all times. <laughs> Except these projectiles you can eat. Which is a, group a step in, up. I grew up in Philadelphia. I expected anyone to throw anything at me at any given time. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. See? Oh my goodness! Oof. Get yourselves uh, together. Well, uh, I I I would love to give you uh, points. Both wonderful Let's answers. Let's do it. Both okay. One point for each of One you. One point for each. Wow. That's wonderful. Wait, were we supposed to check something before I said that, Jonathan? I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, the magic <laughs> of this game is that we can just hand out these points because it's just wonderful. Uh, full bars. I, the only show I could think of that really popped in my head was Bob's Burgers. Yes. Yep. Or I, hopefully I was hoping you were thinking too. Exactly. Uh, the best Halloween episode. Oh my goodness. So good. Uh, you know, forget Treehouse of Horror. It's Bob Burgers. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into our second question. Corey, we'll start with you. We're very excited about this one. Uh, so I'll give you a second to think about it. But uh, I'm just wondering, what should I carve into my pumpkin? I'm ready to do a pumpkin carving contest. I'm ready to put it in. But uh, my my one big question is, hey, what should I carve in there? I have ancillary follow-ups. Question sure. one. How many pumpkins do you have? Only one. Only one. And you do not have a backup in case something goes awry. Uh, I'm I want to tell you, I'm pretty perfect. Okay. Uh, the level of toolage that you have. Are we talking professional tools? Are we talking kitchen? Or did you go to Giant and buy that shitty little pumpkin carving kit that does not cut anything? I want to tell you, Corey, straight up, that not only did I buy my equipment from Giant, 100%, and I can show you the receipt, but I saw the shitty ones and I said, oh, wait, wait, what are these? And they had metal tools. And I said, okay, 
I'll spend an extra 10 bucks on this. So I have the better tools, but I'm also using kitchen tools, but I will not use power tools because that's not part of the game. Okay. Okay. Uh, spoiler alert. Those things will still not cut anything because okay. I made the same mistake you did one year. I thought I'm going to get the thing. It's going to be good. And you know what? It, it couldn't even cut me. I tried too. I was, it's very sad that, you know, I'm kidding. Um, but no, the if you're going to, if you have decent tools and you have only one singular uh, pumpkin, you should carve the scariest thing known to man. And that thing is Al Gore in An Inconvenient Truth telling the world, the world that is not listening, about the danger of global climate change. I don't Tell know you, how you you'll chart, have to carve. As it yep. just goes goes from the just the, the left to the right, and the temperatures just go up, up, and then the sea levels gonna go up and up. Exactly, <sighs> which is why I ask if you have the tools to carve such a, a steep slope of a of a rising temperature gauge. Um, the, it's very detail oriented. Okay. Uh. I, I think I do. I think I do. Toby confirms. Uh, Toby, Toby confirms. Toby okay, is fine. terrified of global climate change. Yeah, in this addition is why... to worshiping Satan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, thank you, Corey, for your answer. Katie, we're excited to hear your answer. Uh, my answer. First of all, I'm just distracted by the one eyes now. Uh, I'm sorry. By the yeah. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Sign. Katie, wow. that's a little we'll insensitive. I know. I Jonathan, when you invited eye. these guests, you said they were cool. Uh, they're still cool. Oh, Corey's the coolest. Jonathan, he didn't. You said they would anything. be cool about us being from space and having different anatomies to them. I might have lied to get them on. Oh. Jonathan, my disappointment in you continues to grow day by day, almost like I, that graph of Al Gore graphing climate change. I apologize. I will go give myself five acid washes. Acceptable. Apologies for interruption. Please continue your answer. That seems an appropriate response, I suppose. Katie, uh, stop questioning their culture. What uh, if I, we talked about this. I know. I can't myself. So insensitive. So in light of your dismal carving options, my vote is to make to make really the scariest pumpkin of them all. Just get yourself a Sharpie and write 2020 on it. <laughs> Pop it outside. Uh, Call it a day. This is the darkest timeline. Imagine being a young human child dressing in your Halloween best and encountering this pumpkin on the way up, perhaps to a set of stairs, perhaps a long distance from the sidewalk. Oh, this is very scary. Yes. Mm. Uh, well, I'm really nervous now because of the warming of globes and also 2020. The correct answer, though, is uh, everyone's favorite boogie monster. Oogie Boogie. Mm, uh, yes, uh, that's very uh, true. Uh, Oogie uh, Boogie. 
I have to tell you, I have seen so many pictures of so many Oogie Boogies, and it is amazing. Each time, no matter made by who, from the smallest four-year-old wielding a safety knife to the longest carving in existence carried out over months and months on a preserved pumpkin by a renowned artist, all Oogie Boogies are equal. It helps that when you make an Oogie Boogie, if you just leave it out, then eventually bugs will start crawling out of it naturally. So, you know, points for just leaving it out. Yeah, that's a good point. Oogie, Oogie Boogie. I like to Oogie Boogie. Mm-mm-mm. Well, Jonathan, that's our ha- I asked you not to share with them our ways. Please keep these <laughs> Oogie Boogie dances to yourself. I apologize. I will take 13 laser shots. Very well. I expect to see them on your live stream for confirmation. I promise. Uh, looking at our scores at halftime, it is tied 1-1. One, one. That's very exciting. Yes, this is uh, more than we, zero points, which is the normal score at this time of show. Which is spectacular. <laughs> yes. uh, but I do want to say that we are sponsored today by Giant Foods. <laughs> <laughs> do you need carving tools? We got them. <laughs> Giant. Where Giant. are those carving tools in Giant uh, you can Look get in them. seasonal section. I don't, you don't work even... here. Right at the front door. They're right there. You walk in, they're there. You want pumpkins? They're there. Do you want to not follow the arrows in the store because you don't want to follow arrows? They're there. Giant food. Giant food. All right. We are now into our second half. Exciting. Uh, I do I do not want to spoil the surprise, but you may be possibly winning today a set of giant food carving tools. But not spoiling, here is our third question. Katie, we'll go to you. I hope you are ready. Sure. What sexy costume is the scariest? I'd like to repeat that again. What costume sexy costume? Is the scariest. Um, I feel like I need to do math to answer this one. Um, hmm. So many, so many bad, sexy costumes. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to go with the sexy hamburger. Mm. I just, I find its entire existence just so deeply unsettling as to be terrifying. How complex of a hamburger are we talking? Is this just a plain hamburger on two buns? Or are we looking at some kind of multi-decker with cheese situation? I Mm. think we're definitely heading to Flavor Town. Uh, You know, I don't, I can't recall if there were toppings. Um, There is not much fabric. (laughs) Definitely avoid the mayonnaise. No. Oh, oh. Move along. Move along. Move <laughs> along. Uh, okay, so I think it is time that we check out uh, what Corey has to say. 
I'm I'm trying to figure out the logistics of a sexy hamburger costume because I feel like in any sexy costume you have a very low fabric threshold. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You always start with a low fabric threshold. <laughs> so, in essence, to to evoke a hamburger, it's just it's just what this the the bikini line top is what ground beef. And then look, you're the one who has seen this, Kate. Don't shrug it's, at me. It's it's, it's got to be tomatoes. It's yeah. got to be lettuce. Two tomatoes. Two tomatoes. <laughs> two, tomatoes. two tomatoes. Slices. A ruffle of lettuce atop. Ah. Mm-hmm. A little bun hat. Oh, okay. A beret. A bun beret. I, I do have to say that this costume is now definitely becoming the sexiest sexy costume. It's true. And not so much the scariest, but we'll see what. All right, I hate to say it, but look, they're going to come down on us hard if we drift too far from the question, all right? Because the question is, what is the scariest sexy scariest. costume? The, the scariest sexy costume. So I think you have to have two things. You want something that's truly horrifying, but then something that doesn't take a lot of uh, printing real estate because you still have to be sexy. So the scariest costume is going to be sexy Mitch McConnell post-stroke hands. You know, because you can use the little band-aids as the top and the bottom. Uh, Purple makeup all around. Don't shake your head at me, Katie. (laughs) But it's frightening, isn't it? It's really scary. He says there's nothing wrong with his hand. We have no reason not to believe him at all. That's the scary part. If that's nothing wrong with his hands. Dying hand. I think think that's a reason. (laughs) Listen, I know. I know that this isn't what they print for the public consumption. But I think that alone is a reason. Yeah. It's true. Uh, have you? I have to tell this joke. Please. Because my partner told it to me. Uh, it is a uh, Mitch McConnell's hand is getting so black that eventually he's not going to want it to vote. <laughs> that's good. I hate that. That's, we'll use that. Yeah, that's real good. I like uh, that. Uh, but, it's, really, it's a twofer, uh, really. <laughs> Makes you makes Marty. you think makes you think about Kentucky, and I hate that. Uh, I gotta I gotta ask you, Marty. This this might be a this this might be. Is sort this of, a judgment you know, call, JMO? Are you telling a, me it's this? A, is a, it's a judgment call that we might be halfway through call. to breaking the breaking the, the the you know the the safe. Uh, the correct answer is sexy Nixon. Ooh, so close. So close. So close. Wow. With hamburger. Obviously. I am not a babe. <laughs> no, Corey. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you all. I've been an undercover cop this whole time, and I've betrayed oh you. God. Nobody gets any points. I'm taking the Whoa. points for myself. No, see? Oh my God! Ah, <laughs> that's right. You never hey, see. Okay. You never see the undercover cops coming. Damn it! That's awful. Nah, just don't steal my hamburger. Right you now. were the best man in my wedding. That's right. I've been undercover for so long, Jonathan. I almost forgot who I was, but I remembered. I remembered law, and I remembered that's what I believe in, even when it's written by jackasses like Mitch McConnell. Actually, there's a lot of those that I don't believe in, but yeah. but I can't dig into all that right now because I'm betraying the whole crew. Uh, well, then we need to finish this up quick because the getaway card's Marty's and ain't got time to talk It's about a rental. It, so. It's in my real that's name. A, that's I an awkward that getaway. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I got to get it back. To the dealership 
It was supposed to be dropped off by noon today. I'm really letting things Ooh. slide. Oh no, those fees are a lot. I, mm -hmm. I'm just hoping right. they look the other way. I'm gonna flash in the badge and be like, come on. Anyway. All right, here we go. Our last question. Corey, we'll start with you. What is the best way to hold all of your candy? You're out and about, you're with your friends, you're with your family. What's the best way to hold all of your candy? I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer this in the most honest way. And the best way to carry all your candy is in your tummy, baby. Just fucking eat it right then and there. Because <laughs> uh, when you- Because they can't find it on your body unless they go inside for a cavity search. And even then, that's going to be a, a deep cavity search because it it takes a while to digest and you have to go up and around. Um, but yeah, no, like when I was a kid, I would always eat the... I know my dad said like, oh, you have to bring the candy home so I can check it for razor blades. But A, you're not going to check shit for razor blades. You're just there to steal all the Reese's. That's right. That's your dad trying to take his cut. Exactly. And he didn't do a damn thing. He didn't even buy the costume. My mom bought the costume. So, no, eat it. As soon as you get it, power move. Open it right in front of the person, eat it, and judge it. Let them know what you think. Exactly. If they gave you, if they gave you, uh, you know, Almond Joy, eat it, chew it, and spit it out, because that's disgusting. Don't give a child Almond Joy. What's wrong with you? Children do not like almonds and have no joy. No, what is it? It's coconut. Come on. Yeah. yeah. I actually like Almond Joy. But you're I'm a grown-up. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan, you've had time to develop your tastes. You haven't been indoctrinated from a young age when you're too young to make good decisions. Exactly. Kids only like chocolate and and chocolate-coated things and sweet, super sweet, like, subtle flavors. Children do not appreciate subtle flavors. So throw the mounds away. Uh, sixlets are garbage. Yeah, um, no, sixlets are garbage no matter what age you're at. Hey, I'm, listen, sometimes you want a chocolate that's also malted. That's also tiny. That's also mostly candy-coated shell. It's not often, but sometimes. No. Our freaking Necco wafers should just be burned. Ooh. No, Necco wafers should be bought en masse by the Catholic Church and used as communion wafers. Uh, yes. Because that's all they're good for, and that's all they're good for. So. All right. Well, in the belly. I like it. Uh, Katie, what's your mm. answer? Hmm. You know, I feel like my go-to move was always to start out the night carrying my own whatever and then just making someone else carry it. <laughs> so I feel like the best way to carry your candy is to just make someone else do it. <laughs> Partner, That's right. Parent. That's right. You find yeah. somebody walking in the same direction as you and you say, Avast! Take this bag, you fool, and carry it with me. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of trust you're putting in someone else though, Katie. No, what if... no you make your you make your friends do it. Oh my <laughs> friend my friends would run. If I gave a bag of candy to my friends, they would run. Oh uh, now see here, Corey, this is how you know. Those were no true friends of yours. Nor were they your crew, which are very different things. When you're out there on the ocean, it doesn't matter if your friends are not. You depend on one another. And when you're out on those mean suburban streets at night, looking up and down for the houses that have the best candy, despite a global pandemic on, well, you depend on one another. Is it hard, is it hard to trick or treat in a boat? 
you got no idea. <laughs> no, I, some... I mean, believe me, we're, we're just asking ourselves, like, is it worth yeah. approaching this house? Because it's going to take us hours to get there. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're all, you're your own little, like, quarantine situations. Like, that's nice. I mean, we live good. in a bubble, you know. Yeah, we yeah. share yeah. everything. It's very nice. It's not always nice. <laughs> that's fair. The scurvy is a little bit wrong. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That one's more of a lack of forethought on our part, you know. If we had brought yeah, some so more yeah. citrus fruit or vitamin pills, we'd be okay. Yeah. Uh, fun, fun science fact. Cause I can't help myself. Uh, the human species has forgotten and rediscovered the cure for scurvy at least four times in history. Cool. I mean, all right. If you want to talk about the captain on the ship, <laughs> he's rediscovered it about six or eight <laughs> more times. If you know what I mean, this guy—he can't keep anything straight when he sets out on a voyage. Oh, forget his own well, head if it wasn't screwed on. Uh, Marty, I don't know how you feel about points right now, but I can tell you the answer that I got here is a McDonald's Happy Meal bucket. Uh. Oh, Jonathan, Jonathan. You know that I covet the points and I hoard them and hide them with the treasure. You did. But in this case, I also hate authority. And I think that a McDonald's bucket is a great answer if you're five years old and it's 1982. But it isn't. I think that both of these two buccaneers here, they know what's going on. You either carry it inside you where no one can take it out except with a blade. Or you press gang somebody into working for you. Both of those are fine answers. Both points. Well, way to go, Marty. We didn't even break the tie. Listen, when we work on a ship together, we all take home the same cut of the pay, except in the captain, who gets one more share than we do. But that's barely, you know, it's like, it's like double of you or me, but it's not like, you know, like, have you seen CEO pay in America? Ridiculous. Hundreds of times. Thousands of times. It's true. Uh, very, very pointed commentary. Well, then I guess our winners today are Katie and Corey. Yay! Congratulations! Woo! Uh, two points apiece, uh, and uh, we're very happy to. Well, the the sad news is is we only have one pumpkin, but we were prepared for our tie, in the sense of we have two two packages of the the, the cutlery. Yes. Uh, so each maybe, of you get a cutlery, so but may, and maybe I don't know. Like one of you takes the front, one of you takes the back. You'll have to rotate which side you face into the street. That's how Katie and I take on most things. That's true. Uh, yep. That's true. Our shitty cutlery in hand. Yep. From both ends. <laughs> now there you go. Nice. I was there waiting it for it. All right. There it is. <laughs> Well, I've got to say, at two, two points each, that's way more points than we've ever scored in a game before, it feels like to me. What do you say, Jonathan? It feels like it, yes. All right, then it's settled. That's, there it is. That's <laughs> the most points. You've broken a record here tonight. Woo! Yes! Uh, and I feel like, just like the waves align with the side of your boat when you know you're moving in the right direction... Our Aye. timeline has shifted ever so slightly in line with those waves. Aye. Thank you both for being on here tonight. 
And before we let you go over the side of the boat, is there anything that you would like to plug or perhaps some words of wisdom you'd like to leave for the crew? Katie, tell them about the podcast. <laughs> we podcast uh, under Teach Me Something Good. Oh, that's so shiny. <laughs> it's so shiny. shiny. It's real shiny. Uh, yeah, you can find us under Teach Me Something Good uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah. I usually uh, find mine on another ship. Maybe a derelict uh, at the bottom of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Someone has one of those old first generation iPods. You know, uh, the wheel. I really wheel. like the wheel. Click, 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 click. It's fair. Corey, did I miss anything? Corey normally does the oh, um, Yeah, no, go to our website, teachme.show, for episodes, uh, merch, uh, podcasts, uh, fun things, and more. Yeah. yeah. What a That's fine stickers. domain name. Good domain name for your podcast. Wow. Right. Again, we are very professional. Eh, we pretend. We try. <laughs> You're doing great. Thank you both. And we hope to see you again soon. Just, you know, like not on a raiding day. If you see us coming and you're uh, like, whoa, they look hungry. Like, you know, just hide out somewhere. Go away. Yeah, I get that. Aye, aye, Captain. Hanger is real. Yeah. Thank you both again and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Halloween. And they're off. All right. Back in the plank. Yes. Well, uh, to be clear, the audience has asked us many times before. They are walking the plank, which leads to a very nice staircase that we had made special that goes down into a little launch boat that will return them to their ship and will definitely not drop them off in the water between here and there. Aye. Well, Jonathan, I feel like we've done our duty for this one. I know we're oh, yeah. cursed to roam the seas for a thousand years until we repair the damage we've done to the timeline, but today I feel like we did some good work. Oh, great work. I'm still a little upset that you threw some shade on the answer to the last one. <laughs> Listen, I know we're supposed to be friends, but we're crew first, and I have to speak as a member of the crew, and that member of the crew has a very anti-authoritarian streak in him. And that's me. That's what I'm talking about. It was a roundabout I, way of saying... I friggin' hate authority. Well, you can hate authority, but who doesn't love a good four-piece chicken McNugget in a bucket that looks like a Frankenstein? I'm just saying, look, they haven't made those in a good way in decades upon decades. You're gonna have to go back in time, Jonathan. And if we could go back in time, we might as well not screw up this timeline, you know? That's also true. Yeah, it's not worth it to go back and just get, like, one of those cool ghost or cool Frankenstein things that McDonald's used to give out. Oh. I I wish I still had one of them buckets. <sighs> gotta let it go, mate. I gotta let it go. Gotta let it go. Well, speaking of letting it go, now it's time for us to let you go. Viewers at home, thank you so much for tuning in. We wouldn't do mm. this show without ya. Uh, Jonathan, is there anything else before we close out the show? Uh, no. Kai! All right, one of these days, I'm, I'm sure you'll think re- of something. I'm ready to crack open the rum, so let's get it moving. Fair enough. All right, here we go. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan, and as always, ARG! We'll see you next time. Credits are go! This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters, and thanks to Skies and Chaos Future, our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes, and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. 
Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksloft Network at peaksloft.com. Arr, uh, done exactly on time, like a professional. Yes. Uh, wonderful. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've tried to ask. And I I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio! Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes... They look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.